Welcome to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy discusses how the path of Dharma is a path of continual movement and growth. Welcome. Today I'd like to look at the path of meditation or the path of Dharma as kind of a process of unfolding, the way a flower unfolds. And I think of the Dharma practice and teachings of the Buddha as it's almost like kind of like a fertilizer and water that slowly soaks through hard ground and begins to awaken tiny seed within us that then can grow and blossom and open outward in a very natural process. So I don't think of the path of Dharma as like running along like a race and getting to some kind of finish line. It's more like a flower that starts in the hard earth and with a little nurturing can grow into a tender shoot and finally blossom into beautiful flower and bear fruit. For many people, if they think about Buddhism and the practice of practices of Buddhism, they think of stillness, they think of meditation is, is still, and it is. But actually, the Dharma, the practice of Dharma, is is one of continual movement, one of continual growth. And like any kind of movement or travel, running into various obstacles to overcome, various breakthroughs, various sidetracks, but always with some kind of movement, forward movement. When we're on a journey or following a path, there are different ways we can go about it. We have different means. We have our feet and our shoes. We can walk along. We have horse-drawn buggies. We have cars. We have airplanes. We have all sorts of ways of moving forward. We have boats. And in my tradition, it's often talked about these ways of moving forward because these vehicles that carry us along the path are in three stages. It's an organic process. Everything cycles and everything is interconnected. It's just like having a seed in the earth that grows and bears fruit and flowers and produces new seeds. And then another cycle begins and a seed is in the earth, it bears fruit and it flowers. So there's a forward movement and there's also a cycling through each of these three stages over and over again. A seed may be a little tough and not all that beautiful and a flower may be just gorgeous and the fruits may be delicious. But there's no fruit without the seed, and the seed is not static, needs to grow, needs to expand. This kind of expansion is trustworthy and natural. It is not about struggling to get somewhere. It's not like the seed thinks, oh, I wish I could be a flower. What am I going to have to do to get there? But by being a good seed, a proper seed, the flowering process begins naturally. So I think of these three vehicles, or three stages of the path, as really simple and organic natural process. So what are they? The first stage is a narrowing down, getting down to bare bones. It is starting with ourselves. If we want to help the world, we have to first help ourselves. Here is where we spend time simply sitting, observing our experience, taming our mind. We take the time to look at ourselves without bias, to make friends with ourselves, to settle our minds, to develop a little mindfulness and awareness. I suppose the question would be, do you really know yourself at all? If you remove all the labels and all the roles and all the bells and whistles, when you get down to bare bones at the simplest level, who are you and how do you operate? It is tempting to skip this step as oftentimes we don't really want to look at ourselves. We don't really want to know. 
And we may feel it's indulgent to be embarrassed that we'd spend time with ourselves, really getting to train our minds at a basic level. But it's really no different than tuning an instrument before we put on a concert. If we don't take that first step, concert's not going to work out very well. So it's important to invest in yourself, to take time to cultivate your meditation practice, your studies, and your understanding, your your knowledge and connection with yourself, healing that and sharpening that. The second vehicle is one of extending. So having pared down, having simplified, then it's time to extend out. Having trained ourselves or begun to train ourselves, it's time to test that training in our relationships with the world. It's time to turn outward. So while the first stage is could be called the narrow stage or the simplifying stage, the second stage should be the greater stage, opening out, extending our heart, extending our vision, our view. It is this stage that has a focus on compassion and on engagement, being willing to get our hands dirty in order to benefit the world or to help other beings. It also has a quality of a little bit of loosening up, maybe the earnestness or strictness of the self-development work we might have done. Lightening up, less focus on ourselves, focusing on others, focusing on outside, going outward, we become less of a big deal, less of an obsession. The third or final stage is like a great leap. At this point, we've begun to train ourselves and to reach out to others to develop mindfulness, awareness, and cultivate compassion. But to wield all that, to make use of all that, we have to make some kind of leap of confidence, a leap of trust. It is like taking command of the tools that we've been cultivating and not hesitating to apply them if they are needed and are of benefit. Going back to the analogy of the flower, The flower at its fullness naturally bears fruit, and it doesn't have a project of creating benefit. It creates benefit by being fully who it is, with no hesitation or second-guessing. It is a beautiful, full manifestation of the process that it has gone through and has nothing more to prove. If you can trust the process and apply steady effort, if you can be patient and stick with it, there is no doubt that this process will unfold simply and naturally. It is the basic nature of the Dharma altogether. Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.